ordinarily this man is on 740 on Mondays, but he's not Italian. So I moved him to 840. Here he is, the uh, Mr. Uh, Nat. Oh, my God, I've forgotten everything this morning. I feel horrible. I literally have forgotten everything that I usually know because I'm so distraught over Bernard. But um, uh, here he is, our dear friend, Rich Lowry. Rich, good morning. How are you? Hey, good. Hey, I, I joke I'm in a mixed marriage because I'm Northern European and my wife's family is Southern European. So, uh, you know, m- m- my folks get upset. They say nothing. And, and her, her folks get upset, you know, hand-waving, yelling. Right. <laughs> but, I know uh, exactly my, what you mean, yes. My, my yes. condolences to, to you, to Bernie's family, to the listeners. What a loss. Obviously, way, way too soon. That was a really moving tri- tribute from Mark Levin. I did not know Bernie well, but I, I've known him for years. And the first time I met him must have been about 20 years ago. And it was at an event. Uh, a guy I knew was in the Marine Corps and, and public relations in the Marine Corps. And he'd run these events where uh, all these Marine Corps press people from around the country would come and get, get some training in New York City about you know, how to do their job better. And he'd have some New York media types. And I, I was on this panel. Dan Rather was on this panel. And Bernie was on this panel. And wow. you know, with me, it was like, what's National Review? And with Dan Rather, it was like evening news, whatever. But Bernie was like a total rock star because you know, <laughs> it was the height of Imus. And these guys, they hung on every single word. They laughed at every single joke. And um, – uh, it was a great thing. It was, it was great because to see Dan Rather kind of diminished and you know have this have this real star, right? I love <laughs> you know, that eclipsing love the that. the host yeah. of the evening news. And you know I don't need to tell you this in this sort of a, a obvious observation, but if you're going to do New York radio, you, you need a New York voice, and I, I mean not just like a, an accent, but the whole sensibility. You know, salt of the earth, acerbic, no BS, common sense. And beneath it all, a like a deep reservoir of compassion, yeah. and and that that was Bernie, you know, and that's that's why he was so good. That's why you you guys were so good, and that, that's why he'll be so missed. And we've also talked about this, you know, video, video is powerful, but there's nothing as intimate as radio. So you know, there there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who never met Bernie, but but uh, feel as though they know him and and did know him. So it's a, it's a tremendous loss. God, I love you. That was uh, so well said. I mean, really was, which Larry National Review, so well said. And you did capture his essence. By the way, he is beloved by so many people. I was talking to his uh, lovely wife, Carol, yesterday about the uh, funeral tomorrow. And um, they are actually going to have to kind of uh, rope off the whole area. And the local police, I think in Island Park, I believe. It, it may be Island Park or Long Beach. I forget which one. But the local police have to get involved because of crowd control. Hmm. And that's how many people love Bernie and plan on showing up tomorrow. Tonight's the wake. I'll be there tonight. And uh, tomorrow's the funeral. And then we've got something very special planned here at the station. More details to come. But that was lovely, Rich Lowry. Thank you so much. And he loved you, too. He loved our Monday morning conversations because he really was a political animal, Bernard. Mm -hmm. And uh, you are as good as it gets when it comes to this stuff. And, you know, it just seemed like over the weekend I was so busy with Bernie's stuff. I didn't pay much attention. But... Even coming in today, it didn't seem like a heck of a lot happened. You know, we had all this Joe Biden, Kamala Harris stuff a week ago, but this weekend seemed uh, like not much happened. If I missed something, please let me know. 
apocalypse. We had, we had Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, just that. <laughs> uh, yeah, at a cocktail party, you know, everyone drinking Chablis and, and munching you know, on, on those mini chicken skewers. <laughs> they always have at those events, and he drops, oh, yeah, it's like the, the highest risk of nuclear conflict since, since the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> oh, just that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is, is ex- exaggerated, but it's, it's not um, totally crazy. And, and I think he owes the country, you know, a, a speech, you know, some serious consideration of how we're going to stop this from happening. And and my take is it's insane to have a president of the United States, whether he is right or not, musing about this possibility and not like doing everything we can to, to have a crash program to have better missile defenses. I mean, there's no reason we should be holding ourselves totally vulnerable to a potential nuclear strike from, you know, who knows, North Korea, Russia, China. Um, and we've established that you can knock down missiles with, uh, with other missiles, and we should be investing in that hugely. I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, listen, the good news is the midterms now are less than a month away. I get scared, too, though, Rich. Like, I'm so vested in this Lee Zeldin, Kathy Hochul race. And I see all the polls have him gaining, gaining in a big way. Some of those polls, he was down 18 points. Now he's down by four. But uh, I'm so nervous that in a month she's still going to win and nothing's going to change, which is going to be really apocalyptic for New Yorkers. That's the word right there. I'm so nervous about that now. I'm both excited and nervous. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you still have to say the odds are that she wins, but there's a Trafalgar poll last week that had Zeldin just down by two. And if there's a, a Republican wave, uh, which which is, you know, in August seems like, okay, maybe it's waning and that's a fantasy. Now it seems like it's a possibility again. It could happen. You know, I, I remember watching on, on returns with a bunch of people in 1994, and all of a sudden, who's George Pataki? Wait a minute. He just, he just run, run beat Cuomo? He's the next governor of New York. So if there's a wave, it could, it could happen. And, you know, this obviously city and the state have enormous problems. There's an appetite for change. Hard to do, you know, in such a, a blue state, but could happen if, if there's enough of a of wave to, to bring Zeldin over the top. Bernie, like me, was a Met fan. And last night, the, scene, the, the season ended in, in just pathetic fashion. I mean, one hit got shut out by the Padres. I never felt like they're going to win that series anyway. And sure enough, they're gone. And now the Dodgers will take on the Padres and the Phillies will take on the Braves. The Mets are done. But the Yankees are just getting going. In fact, I'll be in the Bronx with my beautiful wife, Danielle, tomorrow night. Yankees and Guardians. And since we spoke, Aaron Judge did, in fact, hit number 62. That'll be a moment, Rich. I imagine you know exactly where you were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I was just – I barely – I turned on the TV just in time for the the second game of the doubleheader. It was already one and one, and the pitch was on its way. But but I captured it. I saw it. It didn't didn't you know? I predicted 63. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> did. They they yeah. sat him. I'm sure he would have gotten 63, Sid, if they hadn't sat him. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm sorry about the Mets. Anything could happen in a three game series. You think about the season. You could lose to anyone at three. You know, you can lose to the Nationals or whatever a three game series. So the short series are tough. I think the Yankees will beat Cleveland. I still can't say the Guardians, um, but no. I, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. The rest of the after that, you need two lockdown starters, and Cole is kind of rocky, and you need a closer, and they don't really have a closer, so it's hard to see it happening for them. Well, you're lucky you're playing Cleveland in the first round because both Houston and Seattle, I think both may be better than mm. the Yankees, certainly Houston. Yeah, but that, uh, that is a, a tough series. series. Yeah, that'll be a yeah. great, great series. So uh, on the way out, which again, what you said before about Bernard was uh, every bit as beautiful as Mark Levin or Bill O'Reilly or anybody else I played today. And he really did love you, and you did know each other oh, for a you. very, very long time. So 
Uh, give me another minute on the way out. Uh, any memory, thoughts on Bernard well, McGurk? I mean, the other thing, you know, you say he was a political animal. I mean, he really cared. He he really cared. You know, I, I would be be on with you guys, and and he'd be uh, uh, obsessed with you know during during the whole segment about uh, a given topic, and then you know I'd be turning on ninety minutes later when I was driving somewhere, and you're still talking about it. You know, it, it it's, it's, by the way, it especially especially if it, it was Donald show. Trump, especially if it was Trump, and they yeah, were killing yeah. Trump in the media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, right about uh, that. He did care. He did care. And that's uh, look, he, he, he Donald Trump did the work, obviously. But I supported Hillary Clinton. And then very, very quickly, I became as big a Trump enthusiast as mm-hmm. Bernard. Most of that was because of the work that Trump did to Donald Trump's credit. But a lot of it was also Bernie. And uh, yeah. Bernie was right way more than he was wrong, just like you, Rich Lowry. So, uh, well. Thank you I, for I appreciate it, Sid. And again, so, sorry again. It's uh, a th- thank loss. you. Thank you. You're a great, great guy, and I love you. Thank you so much, right. Rich. Thanks, All right. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.